Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Tuesday the 22nd of March. Today I'm joined by Duncan Balcon, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hey there Duncan, how are you feeling today? Hi there Peter, I'm, I'm great thanks, how are you? Feeling a lot better than yesterday, uh, I went to oh, bed yeah. at 8, 8.30 last night. Wow, <laughs> that, is, that is like a record. That I was, I was literally slowing right down. <laughs> I just thought I've got to go to bed. Um, anyway, Lovely. there you go. That's enough of my wild evenings. Um, so, what uh, uh, what uh, story did you find most interesting from for today's edition of Watson's Daily? Yeah, so t- today there's a, a story in Watson's Daily about warehousing, which I think is really interesting. Um, yep. So, the original story of this is from the FT. Uh, and it's about, I'm, I've just realised I've never said this word out loud. Prologis, maybe? How yeah, yeah. pronounce the name? It's yeah. one of those, you read, I've read it so many times, never pronounced it out loud. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about back to the uh, edition of Watson's Daily last week with the word cucumber in it that's been pronounced about three different ways. Uh, so I hope <laughs> I've that right. Prologis. Um, anyway, if you haven't said that, by the way, guys, go, go back and look at that and find the weird way this woman pronounces the word cucumber. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Prologis. It is, it, it is completely logical, but <laughs> it just sounds weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Prologis um, entering the hunt um, to buy Blackstone's um, warehouse portfolio. Yeah. So uh, Blackstone have a rather large portfolio of logistics properties, which is called Mileway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Prologis, who are obviously a real estate investment firm, are looking at putting a bid and buying it. And the, the number that's being talked about is 21 billion euros, Yeah, which is massive. Mm. Uh, and it would actually be the world's biggest ever private real estate deal. Yeah. Um, now they are already the world's biggest warehouse owner, um, so mm-hmm. obviously doing massive deals is probably fairly easy for them. Uh, and they now have six weeks to finalise a bid, uh, and then and then obviously we'll see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Now I think this is a really interesting story because obviously um, real estate, uh, not real estate, sorry, warehousing, <laughs> warehouse yeah. sector has been doing really well over the last few years, yeah. um, particularly over the pandemic with with kind of the booms we've seen in e-commerce and drop shipping and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, if prologists are looking at, at buying this a massive, massive portfolio, they yeah. obviously think it's going to continue to boom. Yeah. Um, so obviously from that side of things, it's, it's interesting because it shows kind of this big investment firm going, yeah, we think this is going to continue. From yeah. the other side, though, I, I'm struggling to see why why Blackstone are looking at selling. That, that's mm. the only other thing in my head is why 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 would you be in a hurry to do a deal at this at this point in time? Mm. Because obviously this sector looks like it's still growing. Yeah. So there might be some other desire for them to use that money, something else they want to use that money for. Mm. But actually, if they hang on for a bit mm. um, and don't rush through doing doing a deal, you might end up with other buyers kind of being interested as well. Yeah. Um. So like I said, this this sector has been doing so well over the last couple of years, and it might be plateauing a little bit uh, as mm. things go back a bit more to normal. Mm. Um, but this is still re- really interesting and a massive potential deal here. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah. what's your take on, on this story? Well, um, it is an interesting story. Um, so interesting fact, in fact, that um, we're going to use it on today's Reels and TikTok, right? Because normally um, what we do is we obviously we talk about what we talk about in these sessions. Um, but we also, uh, I generally tend to 
do the story that I'm interested on on the reels and things. But I have to say, you've won today. Uh, is it, it's a momentous moment for me, yeah, this is, because this has never happened. <laughs> never, happened. <laughs> never on a podcast have you yeah. admitted that I've got the more interesting story. Exactly. Yeah, never. There you go. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, so it is interesting. I do think that this is a this is a huge. Obviously, this is a massive potential deal. Um, warehousing has been a really big theme for the last few years with the um, with the just continued growth of um, mm. uh, of of where well with the continued growth in e-commerce and the need to have more stuff in storage so it kind of i guess really it kind of started when in in the lead up to um brexit because um everyone was thinking oh you know it's all we you know we won't have enough stuff there'll be or you know any any like spare parts or stock whatever is all going to be held up um, by paperwork and blah 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 so i think actually mainly in the lead up to um to brexit which god it seems like a while ago now but you know in the lead up to brexit there was this build up there was the this um, mad scramble by everyone mm-hmm. for for warehousing space and this is why you've got um you know any and the um uh, warehousing uh, companies um uh, you know be, being the biggest players in the FTSE 100 um much bigger than say the flashier uh kind of office and and retail um mm-hmm. uh, real estate uh, uh companies so uh, you know that was massive growth there then we had the growth again um in terms of um uh you know over, over lockdown as more people were engaging in uh, e-commerce and and things and now um we've got this whole supply chain issue as well um which also means that really it's a good idea instead of working on the um just in time um system that we that many had been doing for a long time um actually it pays to have stuff in storage so mm-hmm. To that end, I don't see the that um, there's going to be less need in warehousing in the future. I think that there is going to be a continued need. It may be I I would I would I would get I guess that maybe in the last few years has been has seen the sharpest increase, and mm. maybe the increase will continue. But at a slower rate uh, in over, mm. over the over the next few years, so you could make a case for either way as to whether Blackstone should sell. Now, if I was Blackstone, mm. I probably wouldn't sell because you think, well, why why sell? It's just going to keep going up from here. But on the other hand, you could say, well, um, uh, you know, we've we've made a lot. I don't know how much money they've made from this, but I imagine it's a lot. You know, so we've made a lot of money from this already. Let's crystallise the value and then just you know use the money to buy into something else. But and that is, isn't it? They are essentially they are an investment firm at the end of the day. They, so they that they have made a decent amount of money. That's what they're there yeah. to do, isn't? It? So there's yeah. definitely that argument for you've kind of achieved what you set out to achieve, mm. and there might be something better like. I know cultured meats uh, to, to invest well, in yeah. now. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, I agree. And you know, it's as I keep trying to explain to my eleven-year-old son, right, who collects Funko Pops. Do you know these? I don't know if you know these. What these Collect things are? Funko Funko Pops. They're these kind of um, little figure 
things um, with wobbly heads. I don't oh, know yeah, why. Oh, the things that got oversized heads on them. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't see the attraction myself. But he keeps on saying, "Oh, my Funko Pops, Dad. They're worth X, Y, Z. You know, because if I could sell them now, they're this, and you know, I've made loads of money." And I keep saying to him, "Listen, son." You haven't made a bean because you haven't actually sold them. Um, yeah. You need to sell them to realise the value because they ain't worth nothing until you've done that. And it's like, yeah. you know, people saying that they've made loads of, you know, my ex-colleagues and things saying, oh, I've made 50%, 100% on my shares or whatever. And you sort you of haven't, well, you haven't, you haven't until you've sold them so anyway yeah. much like this you know blackstone could probably say we've made loads of money but until they actually sell um then they're not going then they're not going to but anyway if i were blackstone i'd probably want to hang on to it but having said that they may have seen the biggest growth so far mm-hmm. um and they might just want to put the money into something else so yeah. um so yeah so i think that's a it's a very interesting story Great for Prologis if, if it manages to do it. Um, but, um, you know, whether other, others are going to come in and, and put in another offer, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either way, if, if it's Prologis or whether it's someone else with a bit with a bigger offer, this is this is good news from an empo- employment point of view, I'd imagine, as well. Mm. Just because, I mean, warehousing has been one of the few areas that mm. I've seen consistently advertising for more staff over the last few years. Mm. And mm. particularly for those staff that have kind of, that now rely on that work it, it looks to me good that the mm. the industry and people right at the top of the industry think it's going to continue and are, are putting money into it because it means those jobs are secure there's probably going to be more jobs available within the within the sector mm. so actually from an employment point of view that's got to be really good as well yeah yeah no, fair enough <clears throat> we shall see won't we but um but anyway it's a very big area and so big that we're going to do a bit little, <laughs> little, little TikTok on it <laughs> today. <laughs> That's how big it is. Uh, right, so big, okay. we do a little TikTok. Fantastic. So, yeah, what yeah. caught your eye on the news this morning? Then? Um, well, obviously that did. But then <laughs> the other thing, <laughs> which is a story that sounds boring, um, but is very important, um, yeah. is the fact that. Um, so you you will be aware that recently, so um, chip makers, so. Intel, which is one of the world's biggest chip makers, um, has talked about, um, uh, you know, investing 33 billion euros, I think, or dollars, I'm not sure, you know, into um, uh, facilities in Europe to make chips to try to um, diversify their geographic uh, production footprint um, away from the over-reliance on Asia. Um, but the problem is, in, and this is today's story, is that ASML, um, which is a company that makes the, um, you know, which which builds the machines that makes the semiconductors, um, it is saying that um, it is lacking because of supply chain problems and things, key um, bits of key bits of uh, you know key um, mater- raw materials and and things like that, and they say. There, that they are going to have difficulties for the next two years. So the reason why this is important is because semiconductors, as most people will hopefully know by now, have been in, in short supply, especially over the last year, as stocks of them have gone down. Um, we and, uh, and we've seen that... Um, that uh, you know uh, the automotive industry in particular has suffered because 
Um, you you know, it, new cars require generally more chips. Um, electric vehicles require even more chips. Um, and the supply of those is, is relatively restricted um, because, you know, historically what happened was, I think I've said this before, but just, just as a reminder, historically what happened was um, the market was flooded with semiconductors, prices were low, and so um, semiconductor manufacturers were reluctant to build new facilities. Those suddenly the um, demand for semiconductors rose over the last year or two. Um, and uh, because they lacked capacity, further production capacity, that has that plus supply chain logistics problems has meant that there is now a shortage of um, semiconductors. And as a result of that, that is affect like I say, that is affecting all sorts of industries. Now, the thing is, is, is building a production facility um, takes about apparently about two years between saying, we're going to build a facility and chips rolling off the line takes about two years. So although they're all up for it and um, they think, and I think as well that um, chip demand is just going to continue to go up because powered by electric vehicle demand and by um, demand, increased demands of electrical gadgets and stuff. Um, mm. So I think that's going to kick, but it's going to take a while for that new capacity to kick in. And now that yeah. there's this, chip maker you know asml talking about this as well um saying how um they the machines that make those um, chips are going to be in short or relatively short supply is not great news either no it's, it's not great is it it's um i'm glad you mentioned the time frame thing because it is going to end up being kind of quite a tight squeeze i think because yeah. a lot of people remember we were talking about um these expansions by by semiconductor manufacturers last week and saying in reality they're not going to be kicking out chips for two years mm. but if these machines are going to be in short supply for two years you don't have to go mm. well at that point that the factories are built what's mm. their capacity yeah, are, are, they, are they built and all they need is the machines to go in and they're ready to go or mm. are they built and actually then there's a backlog and waiting for machines and it, it could really scupper the plans of, of your likes mm. of Intel that want to expand mm. because because like, this is a key machine. It's, it's the lithograph, doesn't it? It's the thing yeah. that actually etch the circuits mm-hmm. that you can't get. Yeah. And now I don't know much about chip production, but I'd imagine that etching the circuits is, is kind of important and one of the first things that happens. Mm. So it's not, it's not like they're waiting for just one little component that gets added on at the end. This is kind of mm. a core, a core kind of process yeah. within the making of these semiconductors that can't be done unless this machine's in place. Yeah. Yeah. So it could potentially, I said, and there's lots of money going into these expansion plans, wasn't there? It was billions yeah. and billions going oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, and, and this could potentially throw a spanner in the works for them. Mm. It could indeed. And I mean, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that it was Intel that said last year that they were going to be putting in 120 billion dollars into increasing um, chip production. So, mm. you know, like we're saying, if you that's all very well, but if you can't buy the machines, you you know your production you're not going to be able to produce. I suppose you could make everything else and maybe have the machines like the, the space to slot the machines in but it's yeah. not it's not an ideal situation so um yeah. so yeah so anyway i think that's an interesting 
Um, it's a, it's one of those stories that sounds boring, but it's actually interesting and does have uh, a, you know, potentially major impacts on things. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, so there you go. That's what, uh, that's, that's how, that's, that's how we're rolling today with regards to chip makers and stuff. Um, so, um, so anyway, right. Um, so I guess that's what we're, we, yeah, we've we've um, closed that off. Um, just one thing to uh, to add as well. I think I might have said this yesterday, but in my days at having less than four hours sleep, I'm not sure whether I did say this, but um, <laughs> is that um, now anyone who does uh, who pay who is a paid subscriber of Watson's Daily, um, you will have access to the forum. Yes, I think we did say this yesterday. Yeah. You will have you access did, yes. to the forum. Yeah, you will um, be able to interact with us uh, on there. So you just literally, you, you know, when you're logged in, you go on to, you'll see at the top uh, top of the page, um, all those tabs, and there is a forums tab. You just click on there, and then you can, um, you know, comment away. So there you go. Um, anyway, uh, I will leave it there. Um, thank you very much, as always, Duncan, for your insight today. Um, Thanks for having me not a problem at all and um uh thank you very much for listeners as well and so um if you want to oh yeah if you want to follow us on uh see our reels and see our tiktoks and stuff please uh, follow us on instagram and tiktok um and yeah there you go many thanks all right see thanks you then. Bye. Bye. bye